All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break the fishing news after Ramchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in to... Ah, shit. I didn't look up what episode number was. 297 or 298? One of those two. It's the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Rumchuk. Jay's here. Wanye Chalmers. We're brought to you by the H Group, HGA Group. Fuck, I'm having a day. Your next generation <laughs> of business services and a proud sponsor of this pod. And we love them very much. Uh, no bag milk, but we'll have more on that in just a second here. Um, everyone having a complete normal one? Nothing really big happening in the last hour or so here? Nothing I can think of. No, no, no horrible trade. The Oilers have uh, found a way to piece together anything like that. Just I haven't heard ha- of any breaking news. <laughs> everyone having an absolute normal one so far. It's, uh, oh, so I'm, far still pro- I'm processing right now. I'm still processing because I don't know where I land yet. I haven't I'm been processing on social media how- in a couple hours. What happened? I'm still processing how a trade that bad could happen. It just doesn't really make a ton of what? sense. So what happened, your M Chuck? And let's All talk right. about it. Yeah, let's uh, let's dig into this. Like I said, bag milk. We'll have more on why bag milk is in here in just a second. He is quite literally going to be popping in. But until bag milk hops in and derails the show, um, the Oilers traded Caleb Jones and a third round pick for Duncan Keith with no money retained. Yeah, five and a half million dollars. Thirty-eight year old Duncan Keith under contract for the season coming up, and one more. It's a lot of money for a guy who's pretty old. Yeah, yeah, he's old. He's definitely old. We'll give him that. Uh, and also not that good. Yeah, I, well, we don't know that. That's the thing. Like, everyone's ripping him because he's been playing with rookies for the last two seasons. So I, I, don't, I, don't, know, I don't know if that's a fair comment. But I'm still just trying to process how this works. Oh, yes, I forgot. Bag Milk is coming into the office and doing the podcast live, and he just came into the office right now. Oh. oh. Um, yeah, we're getting derailed quickly here. Yeah, sorry. I, I forgot Bag Milk was coming down here. Uh, and he, I think, brought a gift of some variety. So this is exciting. So Listen, I'm, is either the Oilers are sinking or you're getting a gift? Which is it? <laughs> it's uh, it's both. Uh, so, well, hey. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, okay, okay. Duncan Keith. What do we think? You think he's washed up your <laughs> M Chuck? He, he, like, 
here's what I'll say on this is that he could come in and be a solid second pairing defenseman for the Oilers. He could be, but even if that were the case, he's not worth five and a half million dollars. And in a cap era that has to be discussed, the Oilers have an yeah. off season coming up here where they had money to spend and really improve their team. And they overspent in an area that won't help them win many more games next season. It's just, it's yeah. a mistake. And on top of that, you gave up two assets in the deal. So now next year, when we're sitting at the deadline, looking to load up, we're going to be sitting here going, ah, damn, they don't have a third round pick that they can use for a rental winger or a third line center in a trade or anything like that because they dealt it. And now yeah, on pick. top of all this, you're losing someone else in the expansion draft. So the deal is going to be more like Jones and a third and like Tyler Benson or Josh Archibald as well. Like you're sacrificing so much for a player who is overpaid well past his prime and gave Chicago a list of teams. And you were one of two of them. We How held do you the cards. lose this trade. We held the cards. You're right. You're right. So, okay. So let's just agree and park the side. Cause I don't want to shit on Duncan Keith, the player. I still think he's got some game. Sure. Because skating has always been his forte. So he's still that that's going to help him play a longer career than others. Um, yes. So doing this trade before the expansion draft is a bad idea. Yeah. Giving a pickup and not have them take on any salary, whether it be a player or retention is very weird to me. Yep. I'm still trying to process this. The initial okay. offer was apparently Jones, a fourth round pick and, uh, and Koskinen, which would have been better. Well, the, I would have been fine with that. Yeah. I would have been totally fine with that. Cause then it makes sense. Bag notes okay, so in the I building. Will, I, oh, what's up? I Thomas? went to social. I went to social media just recently because I wanted to see how oh. uh, people were reacting to the Duncan Keith trade and, your phone immediately on fire. My, my initial reaction was that, you know, you guys, you, everybody wants to shit on the deal. Now, whether or not the deal. Because is they should shoulders. Okay. Fair enough. But here's, here's what I'll say. Here's what we do historically. And we never look back to see if we were right or wrong. We live too fucking hard in the moment, but what we do and what I'm fearing is that we all harp on the deal so much within the next week two weeks that Duncan Keith comes in here without a fucking chance. Right now we don't want to fuck Like we want a guy like, look, the deal's done. We can't do anything about it. So can we have our opinions on it? Yes. But do we want to sit down and drag this player? Tell him, say he's washed up, have him come here and be like, fuck these fucking fan base doesn't even want me. I get that. I have a, a higher salary. Now my, my view on this is when Corey Perry and Eric Stahl were both available Nobody gave a shit. We laughed at getting Corey Perry. Okay. You can argue that those two pieces were an intricate part in them getting to the Stanley cup final. There was a young team there who needed veteran leadership and guys who were in Stanley cup finals, guys who have won Stanley cup finals, guys who know how to win. We talked about this like a month ago where we said one of the biggest problems the Oilers have is, they don't know how to win. They don't have a veteran presence in that locker room who can sit our stars down, our young players, and show them, not even say anything, but show them. Perry and Stahl both did that. Now, it's, it's these sports are copycat leagues. I guarantee Holland saw that and said, we got to get a guy like that. We've got to get somebody in that role. Dunk, there might not have been that many available. So do you overpay for a guy like Duncan Keith, who, yeah, is probably on the downside of his career. But we don't know how this is going to play out. Nobody knows if Caleb Jones is going to be good. We have seen what Duncan Keith can do. Maybe he's going to be rejuvenated because he's on a team with the two best hockey players, in my opinion, in the NHL right now. So to sit here and just shit on the deal, fine. But to go any further than that, yes. to say that this is bullshit, to, to look forward and give your opinion as to whether or not we're going to have a third round pick for a fucking expect for a draft who we're going to lose. The it doesn't matter. Yes, it, it does. does. Yes, it does. Of course. Why, it does. How does it not does fucking matter? matter? How does it not matter? They paid five and a half million dollars for a guy. They blew caps. You talked about him. speculating. So, <laughs> you talked about <laughs> Stall and Perry. Those two guys cost 30% of Duncan Keith's contract. Combined. 
So, okay, Chalmers, I agree with you. We have to isolate this from the Duncan Keith. I am happy he's an Oiler. I, the, when, when that, when all this happened, I am happy because of exactly what Chalmers just said. I still think he has some jam left in him, and if he's paired with a good defenseman, so who, who's going to be Larson in the second pair for resign him? Anyways, I think he'll be in a position to to perform, and I think his his resume is something that this dressing room needs. I think he's a fucking cool cucumber that can sit these guys down and cool them down. So I'm with Chalmers. Like that's the thing. Duncan Keith, if you ever hear him talk, he is a cool fucking cat. And like, and he he just might be the perfect player for like a reclamation project. Like this guy, it it could be, he's, he's been, he's been stagnant in Chicago. Yes. For the past however many years, Chicago he hasn't stuff. been yep. feeling it. And that can fucking weigh on him. And now he might feel rejuvenated and come in and absolutely shock us, right? Like, I think he and will. become this player. And I think but, he will too. And I believe that but, come three quarters of the way through the season or even halfway through the season next year, we'll be looking back at this trade and, and all the things that you guys are saying right now will not apply. Caleb Jones probably uh, will still not have cracked the lineup. So the thir- will we have needed help at the deadline? Who fucking knows? Chalmers, you did a 180 on me. I Chalmers. thought one thing and then you said a thing. And then I think another thing as so, always. Chalmers, well so now, so now, so now, so Chalmers, now let's break out the human side and the potential upside of Duncan Keith. Now let's talk hey. about, Let's talk about the business transaction end of it and the reality around that. Because I'm with you on the positivity. It's shit. I around, gotta agree. Because like the reason why the reason why that draft pick and the prospects are so important for us because that's our that that's our monopoly money, our our trade capital at the deadline. Because you like even Tampa's adding at the trade deadline. Like good teams are making key acquisitions at the deadline and a Caleb Jones and a third round pick. Those are the things that you need. So the fact that we gave up both. And if I if we gave up both, I would have been and fine. No if if Miko goes back, or if a contract goes back, or if there's salary retention, because at least it's opened up cap space for us to do some stuff when we need it, or more more cap space to have when free agency opens up. So there is the cost to acquire the player that I like was a little it is shitty. Yeah, very it's like Chalmers, serious. you rolled into Circle K and you're like, I want a Slurpee. And the guy behind the thing's like, okay, but your Slurpee costs a thousand dollars. You're not going to yeah, Chalmers loves Slurpees. Yeah. You'd be all over that shit. Yeah. But Ken Holland okay. bought the thousand so, dollar Slurpee today. Yes. And he did. And you know what? It, to, to catch myself in being a hypocrite, I am also playing the speculation game, right? I am. I'm speculating that he's been stagnant. I'm speculating that he has a, a, a moon a second act to his career. I'm speculating that Caleb Jones isn't going to. I am too. I'm doing it on a way where I'm not looking at the deal. Is the deal a good deal? No, it's not. So let's, but let's not go and sit there and like a lot of the stuff I'm seeing is just shitting on Duncan Keith. And it's like, yeah. well, no, he, he should be shitting on Keith He got, yeah, yes, and that's totally fine. Now, Ken Holland's done some good things. He's done some bad things. Do we still have faith in the old boy? I have to say, I have this less one move. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, and, 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 I, and I don't blame you. I don't. But it's all negative. But not one I agree that you don't, want Duncan Keith to, you don't want Duncan Keith to come to town. You're like, what the fuck is up with the fans here? Yeah, man. We always do this to players. We always, we always do it. Your rem so, truck, you're so popular. They, you always spaz. I don't spaz. What have I ever spazzed? Everybody. People always spaz because the Oilers have been bad for a fucking decade plus. Yeah, like I, I'm Look not. your mad face right been, now. Trauma. You're making a spaz I'm mad. That's just like, that's a shitty point to make. Oh, my Do God. Know? Okay. You backed it up so, with another spaz. Irem Chuck, Irem Chuck I, wanna, I want your serious opinion on the your 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 outlook on what a Caleb Jones career looks like. Are we really giving up on somebody who you think had some serious potential to be a mainstay and a contributor with this team? Yeah, I think if if things don't break Caleb Jones's way in the next two years, like he's only 24 years old, he'll you know be out of the league by the time he's 26, 27. The middle ground and and his likely and his like the likely point he's going to end up, and he'll end up being a solid third pairing puck moving defenseman. I think that's what he'll be. And then there's the potential that things click. He finds a partner he's very good with, and he's a really good top four second pairing defenseman who moves the puck and skates like the wind. Like 
that's that's his upside. And the Oilers wanted to give up on that because they thought they were going to lose it to Seattle. Um, now they're they, going to lose somebody else. And now they're going to lose somebody else. So like, I don't really get that. But protect Duncan I, Keith. I, well, I think if Caleb, Caleb Jones works out in 14 years, we can get him back because that's when we like players when they're 30. Exactly. What well, this but is. let's let's okay. So now now let's 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 try to see this through and play the long game and and try to now be positive around Ken Holland. Maybe I'm out of this conversation. No, 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 no. Just I don't know. But like, let's let's see if he is actually playing chess what his potential moves are that would make us feel better. So say there's a situation now, uh, now granted we gave up the third, so whatever, uh, that he can do some deal for the Kraken to take a player that we don't want with high salary. Well, the Chicago Blackhawks just got rid of a player they didn't want with a high salary and got two assets back for and him. And so Ken zero Holland's... leverage. <laughs> zero leverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, we're, we're, we're being positive in this situation. So I Ron know, Francis I'm, is going to look at Ken Holland I'm well aware and be like, of all this. there's a fucking sucker at the table right now. So what if, what if once again, this is, I am just, 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 just drink the Kool-Aid with me for one second. What if there's some magical way that then Holland pulls off something where they eat Neil or they eat Koskinen? How do you feel about this after the fact? Are they, they literally going to eat Koskinen? Because that may soothe bag milk. Yeah, I'd be much happier if you actually ate Koskinen. I, I don't see a scenario where that happens and is a clean transaction. And even then, the Duncan Keith trade should have had no effect on that. Like everything he does from this point forward, he could go make mo- good moves. And I'm still somewhat confident that Ken Holland can potentially, you know, add a couple of impact forwards to this team, but it just won't change the fact that for this year and the season after you're paying five and a half million dollars for Duncan Keith, when you absolutely shouldn't be. Okay, so he just got next... fleeced by a guy who was on the mat. So yeah. the, That's next, hard to the next important thing to to always consider in anything Oilers during this window of opportunity is what did Connor say? What did mm-hmm. Connor think? Mm-hmm. Oh, I fuck, I don't care. Ken, and then Ken's does, like, okay, I'll go get you a does, 40-year-old defenseman. Does Connor not sign off on this? Does Connor approve this deal in advance? He must. Okay, but even I, if Connor He might says, not approve of what was given up, but does did he say, yes, bring Duncan Keith, we need this type of yeah, I'm I'm sure Connor McDavid would not have said no to it, but the, the job of a GM is not to go pay $5.5 million for a guy just because you think he has good veteran leadership qualities. Like, all the positive... I see the positives of the Keith trade. Like, Chalmers keeps saying, you know, we're ripping on. I'm not ripping on Keith at all. Again, I think there is a chance he ends up being a really competent top four D-man who brings those intangibles off the ice and is a leader in the room and can help do what Corey Perry did for the Habs. Agree. If the Oilers got Duncan Keith at $2.8 million, I'd be a lot more positive about this. And if they signed him as a free agent for $1.5, I'd be over the fucking moon about this thing. But the bottom line is, in a cap era, you cannot piss away three-plus million dollars and assets and future assets in a deal like this. Like, it's, it's inexcusable for Ken Holland. And even if Duncan Keith comes in next year and is a good top-four defenseman and gives them good results it won't change the fact that they overpaid for him. Like that's just the bottom line. You they pay- could have got a, a middle six forward with the money that they spent on Duncan Keith. Future, future assets and stuff that you hold. You know how I'll uh, analyze that is every so often I buy uh, bulk in construction materials that I need uh, because they're future assets. I can use them later. And then you know what ends up happening is they end up sitting on my fucking garage shelves and they never get used, and they become worthless. That is what future assets can become, okay? We know what Duncan Keith is. He is something we can use right now. I, I agree. The money, I can't, I'm never going to disagree with you that. I like a deal just as much as the next guy. 5.5 seems awfully high, considering what we just signed Nuge for. You know what I mean? Like, it does. There's just that's, no and that's two the point. ways about that. What, I, what, what I'd like to see, though, is a lot less of this, we, the deal's done, this is how I, 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 I deal with every problem in my life. I, I, see the, I, I have the problem happen. A, the, 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 the deal. I don't like it, okay? So I'm mad. I'm mad about that deal. But I quickly realized there is zero I can fucking do about it. Zero. So what I try to do now is I try to make the best of it. I try to take, as a fan base, take Duncan Keith and go, look, obviously there is some a huge discrep- like discrepancy from what we feel like the deal should have been. Um, but you know what, dude? We're glad to have you live up to it, right? I'd rather 
uh, like like welcome him that way as opposed to just him going on social media today and seeing what a bunch of fucking idiots this is not what we fucking needed and him be like fuck these guys like they no, don't just know have, shit have like, they don't talk know to mike smith is. mike smith you know? can walk him through how to deal with it and come back and shove it right yeah. in there. You have one big game and everyone will love you, bro. There's the next season, middle of next season, there's going to be two camps of people. There's going to be the people that had that disliked this trade and the people that didn't fucking so much care about the deal because, look, the fact of the matter is, is I don't know what the hell they're working on. You never know all the ins and outs of what they're doing. But whether or not you supported this deal or you don't, middle of next season, one camp will be right. And let's just, Try to put him in the best position he possibly can to succeed and hope to God that the, the people that didn't want him are wrong. So, Chalmers, all we can I want, do. I want you to go do one do. thing right now. What? I want you to go and order a Duncan Keith or this jersey. <gasps> Imagine he did. A what? Uh, yeah, what number is he again? Two. 69. 69. 69. He's 38. He's number 5.8 million. 38. You know what's even more irritating about this deal for me now that I just I'm I'm still kind of unpacking things and all that <laughs> is that so Duncan Keith's cap hit is five and a half million dollars for the next two seasons. His actual salary owed is two point one million this year and one point five million the year after. So even if Chicago would have retained money from their perspective, a rebuilding team, they would have actually only been keeping a total of like. 1.7 something million in actual dollars. Like the fact the Oilers couldn't get them to keep half is just. So oh, hold on. We pay him 2.8 or we pay him five. But yeah, have, I need you to explain that. But that doesn't, to, but that doesn't to, affect need... the AAV. Like they would have to like. The AAV is like, the it, problem. That's yeah. the problem. So like. Okay. 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 You guys can pay, they can pay the salary. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so no. the, the, the way the guys that know. If, yeah. What are we paying him? And what is his cap hit? Are those yes. two totally different numbers? Two totally yeah. different numbers. So the way these long-term contracts work is that every year a player's salary can be different. And what he's actually paid in his paychecks and gets to put in his pocket at the end of every season is different than the cap hit. And your cap hit is just the average over the course of the deal money you get paid per year. So over the course of Duncan Keith's 13-year deal with the Blackhawks, he made an average of $5.5 million per season. His cap is $5.5 million. But it was a back-diving contract where in these last two seasons, he gets $2.1 million one year and $1.5 million the year after. So Ken Holland has to look at his roster now. And in his mind, Duncan Heath has a $5.5 million cap hit. That counts towards their $81.5 million salary cap ceiling. The checks Daryl Cates is cutting are only for $2.1 million and $1.5 million. That seems like a positive to me. So there could have been I a situation. We were, like, there could have been a situation we like, if they retained well, salary, he would have cost the Oilers a dollar. Well, he would have only cost the Oilers one point oh five the first year and seven hundred fifty k the second hard dollars. But also, if the Oilers could have convinced Chicago to keep money, it only would have costed Chicago ownership pennies compared to what they maybe, would have had to pay. Like that's what's annoying. Maybe. Maybe they just cooter off them all year, and we just fucking straight up just practice them with the team, and then he comes in the playoffs. Then it won't matter. Well, that's what we hope Clef Bomb is, right? <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Back all up. I know is a guy who likes to talk about his experiment experience sure look like an amateur today. Yeah, no kidding. And that's so that's you. You is there any bit of you that can look at this deal and think about why? that there is something you just don't know as to why Ken Holland did this deal. You, sure. You I get, I get all that. of the intangibles. The Keith yeah. one. No, 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 not cups. that, He's not got... that, not that, that there's something else, that there's something else in the works, that there's money to be saved somewhere else. I, I don't, I just really don't know. There could be. Kind of stuff works. I, I just I don't get the pick. But again, I don't get the pick. A and B doesn't, they don't correlate. You don't have to make a good deal because you just made a bad one. Stop making bad trades. This was a very Peter Shirelli esque trade for the others today. The only... had, Chicago had zero leverage in this deal. Keith wanted out and he gave them four spots. And yet somehow the Oilers still got absolutely dummied on. First of all, how dare you bring Peter Girelli into this? Yeah, that's uh, what a Peter we agreed to never like. speak his name. This is not this is Peter Girelli. This is for Spooner, as... man. Oh my lord! Okay, I that would that, that's that's aggressive. I was joking on like, that. I one. get it. You're upset, <laughs> but like, come on. I was joking on that one. Okay, I was, oh. I was joking. 
But like, honestly, the, there was no need to, they, why did they have to make it today? Let Chicago sweat up until the time they have to submit their expansion list. And then maybe they'll retain salary. There was no need to make this trade today. Zero. Yeah, the timing. Unless off. there's another deal to be done. The timing's off. The Oilers could have waited. Tried, they could have made Chicago th- sweat. Yeah, is just... focus? Focus? Because uh, the people that look, the, like, the people that on social media that are saying this stuff, it's all about Duncan Keith. So let's keep, let's keep this to a Ken Holland bash. If you think that he That's got all I've done. Deal, yeah. That's yeah. all I've done. Let's do it. You're not the two people I'm talking about. What makes you think that you're the two people I'm talking about? Because we're on a podcast together right now. Get them, Jarvis. Kill these two. Oilers fans. Oilers fans in general. I would like, I wish that I could find your Remchuk very positive on Duncan Keith, very uh, down on Holland. That's, that's great. That's you. That's great. It's other people. I wish I could find some right now. I didn't have any saved, but a few of the things I saw were just like, Duncan Keith is a fucking washed up piece of shit. And, and you're well, like, we're gonna, no. I'm getting <laughs> a lot. Necessary. I'm getting a lot more Fire Holland than I am yeah, Duncan Keith. Fire Holland's going to trend in, in the city today. It'll be trending right away, hundred uh, percent. Koskinen and Clefbaum no are trending There's in Edmonton right now. No need for Ken Holland to make this trade today. For a guy that likes to talk about his experience, he sure looked like an amateur on this one. That's yeah. uh, that's a that's a bag milk. I agree. I I. I never said I don't agree with that, but that's that's my. And that's maybe my there's play. a maybe there's a second part to this trade we don't know about yet. So I wanted to that's pitch that I, out there as well, and I thought you know maybe they have like a behind the scenes deal for Miko Koskinen for future assets that's going to come like after the expansion draft. But then I looked, and that doesn't even make a lot of sense. Chicago could have taken Koskinen now and exposed him, and from an Oilers perspective you could have left Alex Stalock unexposed in the expansion draft and you still would have met all your parameters that you need to for, uh, for next week's expansion draft. I don't, if there is something, then it just doesn't really make a lot of sense as who, to why. Who are, who are our leading candidates to lose to the crack? And do we know that kind of thing? Or is that, so, just, would that be just such Well, now we open up another point. Now we open up a better player to get exposed because we so, have to protect Keith now. Yeah, so uh, now Clef Bomb, well, that also tells, that's a signal that yeah. Clef Bomb's probably not playing next season. So yeah, you, sure. you you can't sign Adam Larson now until after the expansion draft unless you're trading Ethan Bear, which, um, and then Darnell Nurse. So right now you're probably protecting Nurse, Bear, and Keith. And then up front, you're protecting McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, Pugliarvi, Kyler Yamamoto, and then you ha- you get to choose two of Benson, Neil, Cassian, Archibald, and Kara. So you get to pick two of those names. I would oh, choose Archibald. I would choose Archibald. I would choose Benson and Archibald as well. Yeah. Well, then those are those those guys that we're not protecting. Like, I'll help them pack straight up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like they all proved to be absolutely worthless this season, straight up. And like you know, yeah. I I, I just I will hate to see if after ten games you see. Duncan Keith get beat wide like three or four times, and I'll just be sitting here going, "You guys were so right." I put my rose-colored glasses on, but you guys were right, and you know that's what I hope doesn't happen. But you know, hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Ken Holland, let's let's just see what happens the rest of this off season, and let's hope he makes good for these. You know, the bad bad call by the ref. Let's hope we get a couple more. Yeah. Yeah. We can get a couple more in our in our. It, what what is stall and I, I i understand they're different they're forwards not defensemen and things are different but what did those guys get paid this year uh to play what? for montreal cory perry was up, and cory perry was 750 league, league men and eric stall was three million bucks but he came over after have, the deadline they, he came over right, after did the, they have those did they have those same kind of cap hits uh, discrepancies, or was was that just like that was their cap hit? No, well? that was straight across. Um, and buff or whoever. And those were yeah, I get it. Those and were laughed at. Stall had money retained, I believe, when he was dealt as well. So um, yeah, yeah, they got both of those guys for thirty percent of Duncan Keith's salary cap. It basically okay, it puts so... us out of trying to get Tarasenko. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. It puts no, us out Tarasenko. of upgrading our forwards by three million bucks. I can't what, believe it. What other what other veteran 
veteran player in the NHL that would have been looking for a home that would have reminded you of a Duncan Keith or an Eric Stahl or a Corey Perry are going to be available. Who? Chara. <laughs> I wouldn't have taken Chara because I think he's probably but past it's the same thing, though. Well, yeah, it you is. could have just signed him for nothing. Chara will play again, I bet. Uh, I, I wouldn't be entirely sure about that. He's but a like, vegetarian. Uh, where, where could gone? I was so excited when he came on social media. I'm like, oh, Chara, that's cool. Oh, he's tweeting in check. That's cool. I wonder what he's going to talk about. Fucking broccoli and shit. <laughs> you probably could have gotten Nick Jalmerson for like league minimum if you wanted. Like, Chris just Jalmerson? Cute. Yeah. Chris I Jalmerson. love that guy. That guy's uh, the uh, shit. I actually like Jarmus. Is Jarmuson a free agent? Yeah, he's a UFA. He's taken a step back recently. He's not very good anymore, but well, still. Hard. Heavy miles, heavy miles on him. Um, yeah. Welcome aboard, apparently. He's also four years hey younger than Duncan Key. <laughs> guys, guys, that was 30 minutes of real hockey talk there. Proud of you guys. Proud of us. Yeah, 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 and let me just let me just wrap it all up. Let me just wrap it all up by saying this: um, yeah. the Oilers got a bad deal in the Duncan Keith trade. But if you're listening to this and you want to get a good deal, head to twigandberries.ca. Use the promo code Nation15. They got a ton of great summer clothing as well as their very own brand of Twigandberries underwear. Check it out: twigandberries.ca. Promo code Nation15. Jay, I brought you presents today. Yeah, I was trying to. You, you, I was in the middle of a rant, and I came in, and it just stopped me in my tracks. You're in the middle of like flambeing the deal, and then you were getting a present, and your mood brightened immeasurably. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, I just want to talk about it for a second. Last week, I went and picked up the golf clubs from Jay. I was very grateful, and I decided that I was going to buy you a present. I was just like, "It's a nice thing. You saved me a thousand bucks. I'm going to buy you a gift." So I was consulting. I consulted with Mrs. Jay. She's like, you know what? Uh, I said, maybe a nice bottle of scotch would work. And she's like, I think that's a really good idea. So I spoke to our boy, Carrie. He sent me on an adventure around the city to look for specific scotch. (laughs) Wow. Found. And then I talked to Wanya and he's like, you know, it'd be a really fun gift to get him. Is ready for this, Jay? Oh, I see it. Yeah. Pool ball, buddy. What is it? You keep cutting out. Pool basketball. Okay. It's like a basketball hoop for Jay's pool. And it comes yeah. full, circle. full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Yes, exactly. So, like one year growing up. But I thought it would be so fun what? to just drop them on you in the middle of the podcast. And you had no, like, you knew I was coming here today, but you didn't know I was come bearing gifts. Yeah. This was, this was, I was very taken back, Big Milk. Thank you very so much. What kind of scotch? I'm a big scotch fan. What kind of scotch is it? Oh, I've never even heard of this. It's a bunna. Bunna Habahane? Bunna, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Show it. So, oh, wow. It's from the Lord of the Rings. I know it's good. Yeah, wow. so I talked to Harry, and he says, this is a legit bottle of scotch. It's a good price. You can go, but you'll have to look for it because not many people carried it. So I had to go for an adventure around the city to a few different liquor stores until I finally found it. <laughs> No, Carrie just sent you a series of riddles to answer to get you around from. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, because what I asked him, I was like, Carrie, I don't know jack shit about scotch at all. Zero. And then he gave me a bunch and he's just like, but I think this is your best bet in terms of value for the money. And finally found it. I finally found it. Can we talk about this basketball uh, uh, set? Uh, What kind of basketball set is it? Because we used to play. We used to play uh, at Wanye's house when we were kids. Wanye had a pool, grew up with a pool, lucky boy. But he had an actual cemented-in basketball net. And we spent hours playing basketball there. And We and also had, had the had pool ball, little- though, Chalmers. Remember? We would do the boat. We'd play in the pool and play in the driveway. Yeah. But I've seen some cool basketball ones that, like, like is this a floating one? Because I've seen some fucking awesome no. ones like that. No, no. This one goes, like, on the side of the – of the pool yeah. it looks like yeah. nice. water, whatever to weigh it nice. down but a couple of balls or whatever it should be that's a good what time. you want that's what you want that is fucking awesome that is yeah that is that is what you want i was I, I was hoping that you didn't buy a floating one because i was just about to, to to make fun of them but if it's one that goes on the side and stays stationary that's the goods right there that you can yeah. dunk on nice. the whole point of pool ball is you dunking can- on a, a low hoop well, Wanya told me the idea, get him pool basketball. And I'm like, I fucking love this idea. So that's, mm-hmm. I went out and I found it. 
It's going to be a good time. We'll have a nation pool party. You're We're one U571 party J away from full circle. That's right. <laughs> my, uh, we used to my, play a my, game. Chalmers, gonna... you remember that game? U571? Oh, yeah. So we would, we would huck empty beer cans into the pool as youth. And then when one would sink, we'd nominate someone like a submarine to go down and get it. U571 style. Because that was a popular movie, movie of the era. Come out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Starring Charlton Heston and Betty White, who was 15 at the time. So I am also going to be. I'm also mm-hmm. going to be getting Jr. a pool, a pool present, uh, basically to uh, when I was at his house on Canada Day. I uh, saw, got to see a, a lot of my friends. Got very, very excited, and probably need to buy him a gift to say thank you. And I am sorry for going full Chalmers in your pool. And so I am going to be getting him. I'm going to be getting him one of those uh, floating beer pong. Nice. Yeah. So we Charles. play beer pong in the pool. Charles, what? you don't remember playing floating beer pong at my party? Uh, did somebody get it for us? Yeah, we played it. You have one? I yes. think your idea is actually it. a memory. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway. I don't remember playing that. So it was hot. Chalmers, you got so drunk that you remembered playing floating I mean, beer pong as like a dream and are now pitching it back to Jay as an idea. I thought I saw it as more of an Instagram uh, ad Inspiration in my mind. From wild places. I, yeah, your kids are playing it too. Someone's kids. Oh, I don't oh, remember that game went. Well, they came and took it over because we were playing a heated one. And then your yeah. kids, uh, we let them throw one. And then then another kid came on the other side. And then the kids took over our game. You we know what would be fun yeah, is, is a floating you know, game was, of cornhole. I well, got that too. That day. You got that? I got floating cornhole, yep. Oh, you Shit. have? Yeah, yeah. Was, this was like a three and one, wasn't it? No. Two and Chum- one? No. <laughs> Chalmers oh, also what? has a great idea for a veteran left-handed defenseman the Oilers could acquire. Yeah, yeah. He's got a good <laughs> idea for the move. He's got a trade proposal. <laughs> I have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Caleb Jones here, in a first-rounder, and we retain to my, all of Caleb's to my, salary. To my defense, uh, one of the reasons, one of the things that make me likable is that I'm very excitable. Um, <laughs> and this was the first time I had been in a place with a bunch of my friends and I forgot to start drinking water because it was very, very hot that day. Everybody else stuck to that practice, but I did not. <laughs> so yeah, whatever. It was a fucking great time. That's all I know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, you said you had voicemails, eh? Well, what should we, what should we talk about first? Should we talk about the grossest injury in sports that you've that I've ever seen in my life? That happened this big weekend, brother. Or Dude, that, we... that happens in every UFC now. That's yeah, like, that's that's a no, new thing in the UFC. No, nobody stands on their own shin bone. For no. <laughs> stands on their own shin. Thinking about it. I've uh, been avoiding it, so I'm not partaking in the conversation. You... I can't do that stuff. <laughs> it's okay. gross. We, we won't talk about it. Uh, Beg milk, I got to admit. I've only watched Wednesday's Big Brother so far. Oh, I'm uh, behind. Um, Me too. I've only watched last one. Yeah. Damn it! I should have watched it yesterday. Has anybody, has, so has everybody watched the very first one though? No, no. I let me catch up. Let me catch up. I'm sorry. We got to start on Thursday. Okay. I had a chance to watch them all yesterday, and I got caught up in some other stupid show. How, how many is there to catch up on? There's Wednesdays. There's obviously a Sunday, but is there? There's, so there's a Wednesday it. and a Sunday. So far, yeah. I'll I'll just. I'm not going to spoil anything for you, Jay, but they totally changed how everybody comes into the house and how things are settled right off the bat. And yeah. it is great. Oh, I thought I was, it's way better. I, I was, it's more interesting. Yeah, man. It was way better, way more interesting. Okay. It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't your typical like episode where you get to meet everybody. They sit around, they have champagne and they talk and this is all just, you know, you're, 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 you're not getting much action. This was action front to back. It was great. Yeah, I just find I, after the way you know we were all disappointed last season of Big Brother. So far, it started like with the new, like Chalmers said, with the way guy people enter the house now. It's already more interesting. Yeah, hundred percent. But any babes? What's the situation with the babes, Chalmers? Uh, babes are babes, man. Babes are, are good. Babes? Guys are awesome. 
Yeah, every oh my god, guys my... are awesome. I don't care if the guys are awesome. We, we, have right girls. we have a male server. Oh, great. Thanks, Doris. What's the babe situation? They abandoned the old guy. They did. There's no old guy this year. They abandoned well, the old, old guy. guy. The farmer guy's kind of old. He's 34, dude. man. He's only 34. He's younger than Duncan Keith. He does not look 34. <laughs> Let's trade for him. Yeah. How many years left in his deal? Uh, I like... I liked uh, Derek in his or Derek F in his intro video. Just been like, hi, I'm Derek. I'm from Philly. Oh, by the way, my dad is smoking Joe Frazier. Like, oh, yeah. that, that's just a God little drop. Eh? Like, not a big deal. One of the best boxers he ever. Once, he, he once, yeah, he once fought Muhammad Ali and Larry Holmes. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think we know who he is. Yep. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. Uh, it's going to be a good season. I, I, my initial reaction to the whole cast, I like everybody so far. And yeah. usually, I get rubbed the wrong way by at least two or three people right off the bat, just by the way they act when they're coming in. Or, but yeah, it's cool. I like it. Okay, well, uh, no big brother talk. Thanks, James. Next, Thursday. Next, yep, Thursday. Um, Sounds good. So, do we want to uh, do we want to dig into a couple of voicemails here? Are they good? Absolutely. Yeah, there's a few that are good. Uh, there's one, I'll be honest, I forgot to edit. I think it was from uh, Chandler. I just had to clean it up a little bit. Um, but we got one here from, uh, from a friend of the show that you guys, you guys will definitely like. It's, it's a long one, though, so giddy up. Here we go. The Gentlemen, what's good? What's cracking? What's shaking, y'all? I've got a question for you guys. If we can get waivers signed and legal liabilities taken care of, for winter 2021 or early 2022, can the possibility of an Oilers Nation slam ball tournament happen? If it can, I will officially enter a team representing Avery Sports Show into the tournament. That's a guarantee, fellas. And no, Wanye, slam ball didn't tape on an offshore stadium. <laughs> the games were taped. Season one was taped in a TV studio. Season two in Universal Studios in LA. And the reason why I went away from Spike TV was because Spike wanted to make slam ball like wrestling. Fixed games. And Mason Gordon, the founder, said slam ball is a real sport. It's not wrestling. So that's why he left Spike TV. Anyways, guys... Enjoy the podcast. It's always fun. And remember, donairs are awful. Avery about 10 seconds in. <laughs> oh, I yeah, love guys, Avery. Uh, Avery some me and Avery can agree on donairs. And, I, uh, yeah. Well, and 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 a, and a mutual love for Slam Ball. Uh, yeah, I respect would love... the sanctity play there by the founder of Slam Ball. Yeah. Avery has to oh, play yeah, wearing a fedora, though. Yeah, his yes. team wears blazers too, and they're very yeah, blazers. Colors. Yeah, very, very tight fitting blazers, well fitted. Sorry, properly yep. tailored yep. clothes and fedoras, and that and that has to be Avery's team, and we can make this. So, one. if we're gonna have a slam ball team, an organization slam ball team, I'll tell you right now, I am going to be the coach, or I am going to look like Conor McGregor after this weekend <laughs> if I play, because I yep. am in no way, shape, or form in any type of condition to be playing slam ball but so, also i like avery thinking that the only thing standing in the way of us in a slam ball tournament is like waivers yeah and legal maybe not stuff. like an actual place to play it like yeah. a stadium yeah dude they have those they a have, tra- dude, you oh, yeah, have yeah, those trampoline yeah i yeah, just put yeah, oh, well, yeah I've, I've got a basketball net i got one of them taken care of there you go yep. I've been to one, and I don't – we just have to – God, who would pay to get the basketball net didn't, put in? Didn't the but guy – have everybody one Conor like, McGregoring their ankle like once a game in slam ball? Well, probably. Yeah, it's, man. People were blowing up like balloons. I, I also – my whole leg taped from knee to ankle. I, yeah, when I, I went on Twitter, uh, I didn't watch the fight. When I went on Twitter, the first tweet I saw was all caps – his foot is a balloon with like 75,000 likes. Like, that's not good. How about the guy on Twitter that tweeted out before the fight? Got a feeling Conor McGregor is going to break his leg tonight. Hmm? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, yeah like, like, Joe Thornton being before. everywhere in a limo with Bieber right behind Trump. What the hell? Oh, he was, dude. He was, he was, he was the in party a party bus. 
He was in party K- bus. Kardashian's party, party bus. bus. Yeah. 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 The and then all the photos of Trump. All the photos of Trump. He's in the background. Jeez. That's hilarious. That's the most PR the Leafs have had in like 20 years. I can't tell. Like, are these guys, like, is Joey T getting into the stuff because he's friends with Matthews? Like, is Matthews? I think Bieber is getting like, Matthews into being a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. And Matthews and so loves like, Thornton. Celebrity. And Thornton so like, loves Thornton's Vegas. Thornton's like a second, a second layer hanger on at this point? No, no, no. no Joey no, T's no. at the end of his career. It's like when Warren Buffett was in the episode of Entourage. And he's he just doing what he wants. Yeah. Who was in Warren Buffett was in the opposite of the office. Yep. Huh? When, uh, the office. How did this escape my knowledge? When Michael Scott leaves and they're interviewing the replacements, he's just in there like a, a flash. Oh, he's like an extra. He's got like, like one for line. An interview. Oh, remember in entourage, how he was like riding in a golf cart. Yeah. That was crazy. Hey, that was, was a good show. <laughs> do we uh we, get, we had a couple more here one of them was from quinn and uh one of them was from quinn but i think that one's more for oilers nation radio uh bearded brad sent us one of him just doing a neon nation bomb but it's only <laughs> audio is ever, so it, is he ever not is he ever not doing yeah. a neon nation just, oh, that guy man. his best life he's got a nation beard glued to his hand at all times <laughs> He's the yeah. only guy I know who's having as much fun during COVID <laughs> as before. Like, it hasn't yeah. slowed him down one degree. I respect it. COVID's over, bro. Uh, but we got one from Adam that was directed right at Chalmers. So uh, we'll play that one here. Oh, hey, Adam. Hi. Uh, this one is for Chalmers specifically. I have two questions for you. One, do you think we get a good trade for Josh Archibald going to Winnipeg for like Mason Allen or something. And two, now that I know you toned me out, uh, how far away would you have to stand before you could hit a hole in one in disc golf? Oh, wow. Ooh. Red herring. Well, we first have to find this out. Trade talk. Answer the first one. Hey, so yeah. first off, yeah, Josh Archibald and that other guy, you know, uh, I really like, uh, I have zero idea. I don't even know how to bullshit this one. Who's the other guy? Mason, Mason Appleton. Ooh. Winnipeg Appleton? would never do it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They'll like never yeah. do it, like yeah, because 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 of what we talked about. Remember your M Chuck? Because like because like <laughs> this is where you tell us why. Fuck. Oh, because Appleton can like actually score goals and drive <laughs> offense. That's why. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. Okay, so now that we got the first, one, how far could I? So they do it in yardage. Right, that dude that hit that one shot in the championships, that was a 246 yard throw. Oh, insane! Yeah, man, that was, and it's that far. That's very far. Uh, my average golf drive goes about 260 to 280. I think that I could hit one. I mean, first try, 200 yards. First try? No, no, no. no I'm, I'm, I'm first try? Question mark. Uh, uh, <laughs> you really walked yards. that back, AJ. You think first you could make a, You think try. you could throw first a frisbee two hundred yards? First try, six hundred feet. Oh for those man, that is down. that is a far toss. I don't think it is. I don't think it. Okay, I, I could do an arrow beat. Beat. I, can throw, I can throw an arrow be that far. Do you see how most can you of throw an arrow you know, press that far? That's what I want to know. You know how? Yeah, but discs go like disc golfs are more rigid. So they're not like frisbees. They don't like fly right or left because they get some little bend in them, right? And so, I, like, they're more rigid. I think you could throw them further because they're a little bit heavier, right? So yeah. I'm going to – yeah, I, I think that 200 – 180 to 200 would be what I would say. But if you stood 200 yards from a golf hole, Jay, you don't think you could throw a, 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 a heavier, more rigid disc golf 200 yards? I do. I'd say no. Uh, I mean, maybe – I could, I, okay. Okay. I can learn to do these things. Uh, I think I could get there, but if I'm going to answer the question, I bet you, if I'm going to push it right now with my current abilities in disc golf, a hundred yards and that's fucking far to, to bang them chains what? in one bang them chains. Say, is that the term? Yeah. Banging chains. Oh yeah. Mm, that's kind of gangster. I think I so can maybe get a Are, 50. When, when, 
when we go when we go to do uh, our very first one, there's two methods of throwing. There's like the rigid, like the the frisbee type, you know, where you throw it cross your cross yeah. your body, I guess you would call it. But then most of the guys that I see throw it like out yeah. to the side. What would that be called? I don't even know what they're called. But side they arm. throw it out to the side sidearm, right? And I I believe that sidearm is going to get you way more distance, but way less accurate. That's just my. I feel like you can get like that discus kind of coil, like turn into the traditional way. It's like like you need a lot of yeah. Fuck. Well, well, we got. Are we doing this thing soon? Like yeah. we've we've had. We, we are we doing it tomorrow? I wanted to do tomorrow. it last week. Yeah, last. Yeah, week. but Jay was out of town, so now know. now everybody's in town. We're all yep. fired up. Let's go. It's going to be a beautiful week. Let's go. Okay, I'm. I can do it tomorrow. I don't know if everyone else can, but uh, I I cannot do it next week because I'm on vacation. Okay, I'm gonna. It's got to be done Josh this week. Park right now, it's got to be done this week. Let's stop twiddling our thumbs here. I can do today, or I can do, or tomorrow, or I can do Wednesday. One of the two. It has to be Tuesday. So, let's figure it. Let's, has let's to be Tuesday. Tuesday would be preferable for me, just because I got a thing. Classic. Well, we'll 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 go we'll go offline, and we'll let Jay chime in with. Well, how he's going to ruin this and, and not and have not, time for us. And not that anyone will need it for our game of disc golf, but in case you need it in general, manscaped.com, the all new lawnmower 4.0 and all their amazing Don't products. Don't tell me how to play disc golf. Fair, fair enough. Maybe we're doing a little shirts versus skins and you got to clean up uh, the chest fuzz or something like that with a lawnmower. You can do it. It's not just for your balls. Promo Perhaps code you're life. about to appear in pornography. You'd like to keep it trim. Where are you going, Wanye? Everyone's going to be at Little Brick except me today. Sad. And me. Miss, you know, missing everyone in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you too, Tom. Hey, I got a question. I got a question. You're M. Chuck. Uh, yeah. Now that we announced this raffle to play with us, I've had a lot of people reach out to me on social media asking yeah. how. Uh, For real? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. like My dad wants know. to bid on it. <laughs> well, you'll have <laughs> so to buck up. A- I, I, I'm I, with the more questions people ask, the more I realize I didn't even know. Uh, but are they bidding like, like an auction, or is it like you pay for your money and then you get put into a raffle? Well, well, well. Look who tried to sell himself off and didn't think through the logistics. Well, normally you do it as an auction. <laughs> the big thing is about raising money for charity, right? So we want to make That's sure right. we can, we can right. do that. So, like, we could do a raffle if we know we'll sell a hundred tickets, but that seems like a lot. Uh, so you're probably better, but probably better served to have someone submit bids for the twosome to play with us. I agree. I agree. How do you so set that up? Doing, I don't know how to set that up. That? Yeah. Where are we oh. setting that up? Uh, we can just do it through DMS, man. It doesn't have to be like, we can make it really easy. It's not, it's not like anyone has to pay up front. It's we secure someone and then they say, okay. And then but, they can send payment after. But it's like, if somebody bids to me, they're like, uh, I'll pay, five hundred dollars to play with you guys for the two of us plus i'll pay my entry fee how do i no so so what, what, like we're, what we're has... doing yeah, yeah so what we're what we're doing yeah so we're going to consolidate it through one channel right so it's not we it's not like every, we want people dming you we'll put it all through yeah, real no, life i don't want that either yeah so like, we just all. direct everyone to the real life accounts and they can submit their offers in there and right that doesn't like am i making or- this or because it well uh, yeah because how are we setting like a bag this milk logistical game? Yeah, like is it is it you and a friend gets to golf with the three of us? So you're only paying yeah. for like a two person package then versus the four person package, which is a thousand dollars for the well. For the golf but remember, trip. it's for, it's for charity, so highest bidder gets it. Yeah, right. And so, the money goes to Gregor's grads, and the money goes to Gregor's grads. So that's gonna how it works. So we devoted we devoted a spot <laughs> in the tournament to do this. I'm gonna try to do another one with some other people as well but are we flying uh, frank up well frank well we'll see frank frank wants to come to edmonton before the season starts so that might be a great time to have him come up uh like the perfect time probably yes but he loves golf <laughs> yeah so it's a win-win right. so i have I, I get to be with the real life package i'm not going to go with the dfo rundown package <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> uh, i'm just kidding um, i feel Dave, like your m chuck you need chalmers and i to carry around the golf course i feel like for the full your m chuck experience you want to play with you and your dad <laughs> 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 uh, 
He he mentioned the other day he was like because I told him about the golf trip or the golf uh, golf tournament and he was like how can I buy it like can you buy me one and I'll pay you back and I was like oh boy I was like dad it might just be a booze fest like I don't know if you'll enjoy it but he seems pretty <laughs> adamant that he wants to give it a go yeah they're pretty fun it, it'd be nice to nice I don't to think your out. dad's a paying patron I think he's a celebrity participant. That's, I don't think he would, true. knowing my dad, he would not enjoy that kind of attention. He would rather just pay the money. <laughs> Anyways, um, nationgear.ca, if you want to go pick up a uh, a pass to, uh, or a foursome for our Oilers Nation Open, uh, here's what it gets you. I know we talked about it on the last pod, but I'll say it again. Once again, all in support of Gregor's Grads, which is a fantastic, fantastic initiative. It is August 26th. That's a Thursday out at the Cougar Creek Golf Resort, thousand bucks a team. You get a group of four for that thousand bucks. There is uh, going to be a dinner after, correct? There's yeah, we just pl- don't we just don't know what it's going to be because yeah. we just don't know. We just want to be super safe about it, so it might be something we do out sto- outside. We might, yeah. So it's, but there's going to be something there. There'll be something. Uh, the gift bags are always tremendous. Like uh, the last time we had one, you got a free Nation Gear hat, correct? That yeah, was there was it. yeah, we'll try. We'll see what we can do on the gear side this time. There'll be yeah. some Wilhawk beef jerky. There's always our all of our partners chip in. Like the swag bags themselves are and worth. If a you're ton. sitting there going, "Well, I want to, you know, drink a little and have a good time," we load up on a bus at the Pint right earlier in the day, and the p- bus takes you out to Cougar Creek and back to the Pint. Bus to and from. That's normally a good time. And yeah, so so free bus ride from the Pint. Pint's going to open up a little bit earlier. So there's there's going to be a brunch there. If you want to come and have brunch, Pint will have specials for us. And then we can head on there after the tournament to kick on or to kick off. Um, you decide. Uh, so yeah, it's a good time. So Gregor, this is the time that Gregor does a speech at the end and always cries. I'm trying to convince yeah. Gregor to not like do your show, but like don't be on your show for a day and have him play. Uh, he should i know Yeah, he should i know so like we'll see we'll see maybe they should do their show live on the air while they're playing while they're playing exactly yeah that'd be a good show so yeah so we're both gregor got drunk on the air that one year jay remember when gregor got drunk on his show proving how much it took to get drunk no it was he no he 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 because Javi Bulin got that DUI. Then it, it was considered like a super DUI, and his yeah. blood alcohol level was a certain. Uh, I can't remember what it was. He drank till that point to know what it would felt like, and did his show. No, exactly. he didn't. Gregor actually yes, did. did this. Yeah, on the air. It was great yeah. radio. Wow, <laughs> that's that hilarious. Yeah. We should do All one right. of those. Uh, I appreciated this episode because we managed to squeak in like 30 minutes of actual hockey talk. What? I appreciated you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I was allowed to yell about how I felt about the Duncan Keith thing because... uh, Awful. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more yelling to come and hopefully Ken Holland finds a way to turn around this offseason. Good news though. I'm looking at traffic on Oilers Nation and we are popping, boy. Oh, I went and I looked at my Twitter analytics and I was like, yep, it's going to be a good one. Like my posts are all (laughs) popping off right now. It's fantastic stuff. So if you're in the media game, this is the kind of shit that gets you going. People always say like, isn't it better when the Oilers are winning? And like, I know this is the case, certainly at the radio station. I'm not sure if it's necessarily the case at ON, but like when they're bad, our ratings are better. Like people love yelling when they're pissed off about the Oilers. And that usually just drives engagement and listenership like through the fucking roof. So um, it's always interesting to see how the fan base reacts to a big move like this. Um, we'll have more on it. We'll have a new episode of Oilers Nation Radio coming up at the end of the week as well. And another episode of Real Life on Thursday. Also, for all your off-season needs, dailyfaceoff.com and the DFO Rundown. But this has been episode 297 of the Real Life Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Shout out to the HGA group. We'll be back on Thursday. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.